You're listening to Got Tech, the podcast with your hosts, Eric Geis and Nick Johnson. Welcome back to Got Tech, the podcast. We're going to take a break from our regular podcast schedule to address the issues regarding race and police violence in the United States. Over the last couple of weeks, Geis and I have taken a pause from creating content to do some reflecting on recent events. We're sickened by the path that America has taken in the devastating loss of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and many, many others that tragically are too numerous to name here. This podcast supports all people in their fight for systemic change towards equality, justice, and a better America. So, Geis and I are here today with a very special, very brief episode of Got Tech, the podcast. Like I just explained, we sort of took some time off to reflect and think about what we wanted our message and our voice to be about the issues taking place right now. We hope our silence on the issue hasn't been mistaken for a lack of caring or inaction. We really just wanted to make sure that our message was clear and and that we had the correct message. So uh, we know we're an EdTech podcast. We know all of our listeners know that we're an EdTech podcast, but we also think that most of us or most of you guys know that more than that, more than an EdTech podcast, we're educators. And I, I think, and I'm pretty sure guys feels the same way that as educators, we do actually have a role to play here when it comes to helping shape the future, helping shape the future leaders and the future citizens of this country and more importantly of the world. So we do think it's it's an important thing for us to address these recent racial issues and, and we do think we have a critical role to play. So we put together this very, very short episode with some suggestions, some ideas, some thoughts and some resources that will hopefully help everybody out. Yeah, I agree with you, Nick. Uh, I think it's very important for us to uh, get this right. We want to make sure that we are being our authentic selves. We want to make sure that we are not just throwing, I guess, a message up on social media. We want to make sure that we're taking some type of actionable steps that are that's going to be long-lasting. I think oftentimes, and if you look at the history of America, uh, we get fired up over a certain issue, and then as you know, time and distance between the issue, you know, takes place, that steam, that, uh, that momentum kind of fades. So we wanted to make sure that we're taking the right steps. Because as a podcast, we know that we have to improve. We have to be more intentional to uh, showcase the works of all genders, races, and backgrounds. And through reflection and research, we have identified that it's a mistake just to think that being a good person and treating others fairly is an actionable step to improve the inequalities of America. We have identified that, you know, just our words and social media presence is not enough. So since our content hiatus, we've taken some actionable steps and we challenge everyone to take some too. Here are some actionable steps that we have a part of our plan, both as individuals and also as a platform and a podcast. The first one is we need to educate ourselves on our political leaders so we can vote for people who stand by the principles of equality and believe that black lives matter. We need to write to our government and ask them to be better and learn from the reoccurring mistakes 
that keep happening in America. We need to continue or start conversations with our schools about race, gender, privilege, and equality. We need to have those tough conversations. We need to protest and show up with our voice, whether it's through podcasts or protesting with the general public. And we need to support Black small business owners and minority business owners. It's important to realize that we're all in this together and it's going to take change from the masses to have a better America. So I'm going to jump back to your, the first uh, actionable step you listed there, guys, which was we need to educate ourselves. A big part of that, you know, is, is looking around at the resources that are available to you and picking ones that can actually make a difference. Again, we are first and foremost educators here and we can, I think we can have a bigger impact than most people because of the way that we're in contact with our students and, and maybe even guys and I more so because of the way we talk to so many other educators who then have their own classrooms who can go out and make some change. So uh, we put together a list of some resources that we've found personally beneficial, but that also you might check out and decide that you want to share with your students as well. I know it's kind of tough because summer is just getting started. So uh, maybe not the easiest thing to do, but as this issue hopefully continues. It'll maybe some of these will even find a place in the fall once we are back with our kids. So um, I'll get that list rolling. Uh, the first one is is my personal favorite. It's called it's a New York Times article called I don't need love texts from my white friends. I think as far as really changing the way that you view this issue, this article can be extremely powerful to read. Uh, and I forgot to mention too, that all of these are linked in the show notes for easy access for everybody. Yeah, that that one has been going around Twitter and it is super powerful, but I, I think that will open some eyes if, if you take a look at that. Uh, the next one is Brianna Taylor's. It was a Twitter message on Brianna Taylor. And for those who don't know, Brianna Taylor was killed during a no-knock um, break-in to her house. And it was a no-knock warrant, meaning they don't have to have a warrant to go into the to an individual's homes. So in this one, this is a way of using social media to get numbers and to help raise awareness that we need to contact our, our local uh, political offices and hopefully the power and these numbers will make these changes. So take a look at that, uh, that link to the Twitter movement. The movement was started on Breonna Taylor's birthday. So I think this is a powerful way of getting involved yeah, that's cool. I didn't actually know about that one, but I'm definitely going to uh, take part and check it out. The next one, not so much one single resource, but maybe uh, resources that you're going to have to do a little bit of research and go find out yourself. And that is just supporting your black small business owners. You have to do some of the legwork yourself here, but see what's around you, see what's local and see how you can help support. Guys, I know you were telling me about a, a local coffee company you just tried, which sounded pretty cool. Uh, they're, they're not local to us, but... Oh, right. but uh, I, yeah, when when I was traveling, I had a I had a cup of coffee from the Black and Bold small business. It's just a mindset. I mean, here at home, I support local business as much as I can. I am a small business owner, uh, so I understand how important that is. But uh, you know, I am a coffee drinker. I drink one cup religiously every morning when I wake up. It's how I wake up, and uh, typically I buy from big corporation and I buy in bulk, and, and I have that for a while, but. You know, if you make one small change and support a local business. So I went with Black and Bold Coffee. It's amazing coffee. And I bought a gift card. And my plan is 
for this is to give that gift card with a message. And my message is I'm going to identify a couple of our local black small business owners and be like, hey, let's pay this forward. This is a way that we can give back to our community and and support the small black business owners. And I think this is huge. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad uh, you shared that because I think that's a really valuable step we can all take. The next one is a TED Talk. Um, Obviously, there's tons of great TED Talks out there and they're uh, in an equal amount on uh, this particular issue. But there's one that we found uh, to be extra valuable. This is a TED Talk um, by a person called Dina Simmons. It's uh, the title of it is How Students of Color Confront Imposter Syndrome. It's about 10 minutes long, really impactful for, for us to listen to. This is one that I would also recommend sharing with uh, your students the next time you have a good way to do so, just because it uh, relates directly to them in this uh, imposter syndrome. Which is something that you know lots of different people are dealing with, and I think teachers should educate themselves about. So again, this TED Talk by Dina Simmons: How Students of Color Confront Imposter Syndrome. Really powerful. Yeah. So the next one, I I've been watching a series. Well, I've watched it. It's it's uh, season three will be coming out whenever they can get back to shooting. But it's called All American, uh, and it's based. Based on this character who's an excellent football player, he's from the inner city and his mother wants to get him out of the inner city to a school, Beverly, which is a little bit more uh, privileged area and she wants to try to get her son really a better life. He's very intelligent. He's an excellent football player. And uh, anyway, in this uh, short series, he goes out to Beverly. He stays with the coach's family. And I don't want to give too much of it away because it is an excellent series. But he stays out with the coach's family who has a son and a daughter that are the same age as this football player. And they become friends. And the main character wants to take them back to his hometown. And when they go there, they visit this uh, ice cream shop. And they basically, the ice cream shop owner called the cops on them. They were black and in a white part of that neighborhood. They called the cops. It was, it was racial profiling to a T. So if you want to uh, show your students what that looks like, this is a great clip for that. I know when I watched it, I was uh, completely shocked, overwhelmed, and I had emotions of anger just watching it, and I was totally clueless to the situation. So I know that this will relate, like my emotions to, or my response to that situation will definitely hit home with some of our students who aren't privy to that information. The next one we've got is a, a YouTube video. It's one of my favorites and you may have seen something like this before, but this is probably the best one that we've found. It's called Life of Privilege Explained in a $100 Race. Uh, this is good if you're trying to teach yourself or teach your students about what exactly it means to be privileged. A lot of the times, if, if that's your world, you don't always understand what it is and, and rightfully so because that's all you know. But to sort of expand that thinking and, and, and explain the advantages you have that you would otherwise not even be aware of. Uh, this is a very powerful thing to watch. It's the where you have a group of people sort of line up and tell them to take steps forward and steps backward based on certain things that have happened in their lives. Um, and this is just a good recording of that taking place. Also valuable to take part in one of these yourselves, although just be careful if you're doing that with your students because some of the information that they could be asked is pretty sensitive and things you might not want to share things you shouldn't share in a classroom environment. So just watch out for that. But if you've ever 
got the opportunity to take part in one yourself, it's a pretty cool experience. And maybe this YouTube video is a good way to start that off. Yeah, our last resource, resource is really just for the teachers. I know that a lot of the conversations that we need to have in the classroom are going to be tough for the teacher. I know just talking about it on this podcast episode, you know, I want to make extra sure that I'm being correct. And if I am not being correct in any way, shape, or form, please reach out and uh, let me know because that's not my intention at all. But we need to have these tough conversations. And there's a resource out there. It's called Teaching Tolerance uh, Resource. And this resource basically educates educators how to have these com- these tough conversations. Oftentimes, I have teachers... Uh, we, we just had a conversation at our school solely around what's going on in America right now. And a lot of the teachers that were there, we all shared that we are, we don't know how to have these conversations and it, it's, it's tough and uncomfortable, but I think we, we as educators, we need to really step up and do our duty here and have these tough conversations and get through the, I guess the uneasiness and the, and the uncomfortableness that, that we may feel having these conversations. So there you go. That's our list of resources that we've found helpful and we hope that our listeners do as well. Please take some of this stuff forward for yourself and for your classes. And, and thank you for understanding the, the pause in content creation that we're taking. We think it's uh, really important for us to do and we think it might be important for all of our listeners as well. But we'll be back in a couple of weeks with our normally scheduled episodes.